Texas 55. TexasSuperfood.com. An angel on Interstate 65. That's my reason for choosing Huntsville Hospital. John Smite's heart attack couldn't have come at a worse time. He was driving on the interstate, miles from medical care, and that's when his angel showed up. Tara is a nurse from Huntsville Hospital who happened to see him pull over and decided to stop and help because that's just what our nurses do. You can hear more about my story and my angel on Interstate 65 by visiting myreason.org. Graces of Gurley is a faith-based ministry focused on sharing Christ with the Gurley community through loving and serving. Gurley is beautiful and full of love but has much poverty. Nearly 60% of the school children receive a free or reduced lunch. Graces of Gurley supports local churches, schools, and neighbors by matching those in need with groups of willing volunteers. Graces also provides things like food boxes, finance and parenting classes, backpacks and school supplies, and so much more. If you would like to help with this ministry, please visit gracesofgurley.org. I said, are you going to be my girl? Life can be challenging, scary, and really funny. <laughs> Welcome to the Rachel Hammer Show on WTKI Talk. Good evening. Welcome to Friday. This is the Rachel Hammer Show, 256-6848,000. That is the number. Find me on Twitter, Facebook, Parlay, uh, The Rachel Hammer Show, or email me, rachel at wtkiradio.com. How are you today, Brian? I'm all right, considering that tomorrow is Saturday, and then it's followed by Sunday. I know. Friday night. Friday night. You're going to go tear up the town. Uh, maybe, maybe just a little bit. I don't know. We'll see. i tell you what. It, did you get a monsoon over there? Not today. Yesterday it was uh, interesting. Came uh, pretty close to us. Thunder after thunder. No, about, uh, I guess about five o'clock. The bottom just fell out. Herculean proportions. Well... Craziness. All right. Uh, of course, last two nights have been the Democrat debates. We'll talk about those today. Um, first, though, is there anything, you know, you have certain companies out there that seem to set a bar uh, when it comes to customer service. And I realize this could have been any restaurant, but you hear as much blowback as, as Chick-fil-A gets. You can be, have you ever noticed, like, they don't screw up your order for the most part? They're courteous. They actually seem genuinely grateful that you've come through their drive-thru, not irritated, like, what do you want? Not understanding that because you come through their drive-thru is why they have a job. Uh, it doesn't take forever to, you know, you don't wait 20 minutes. Uh, in the drive-thru, you're in and out. So, you know, one of those companies that uh, other fast food restaurants might uh, aspire to be more like. Mm-hmm. Well, Chick-fil-A has done it again. This uh, this guy is a hero. He is caught on. It's an Atlanta area Chick-fil-A. Caught on camera. Logan Simmons works at the Chick-fil-A. A six-year-old boy was uh, in the back seat and somehow got the seatbelt wrapped around his neck and you know when you pull on the seatbelt sometimes it gets tight and then you can't undo it because it just kind of seems to get stuck that's what happened kid jumps out the window runs straight over to the car pulls out his pocket knife saves the choking child's life said i think it was the quickest option it was right there and i saw the other car right there once outside of the restaurant he jumped in the child's car um, in the drive-thru, found the little boy's mother begging for help with her son's seatbelt that somehow got tangled around his neck. They're little people. They do that. It's amazing. Um, you could see he was turning red and losing pigment in his face. Pulled out his pocket knife, cut the boy free. Uh, his mother said, I'm amazed he didn't panic. I would have panicked. I'd have been running around going, oh, my gosh, what do we do? Um, an hour later, the boy's mother called 
uh, to thank him personally for saving her child's life. So Chick-fil-A for the win again. You know, it's a terribly scary situation. And again, it could have been any fast food restaurant, but as much heat as Chick-fil-A gets, uh, here's another uh, upstanding person that works at the Chick-fil-A and ultimately is being credited for saving this, this six-year-old's life. So there you go. There's your happy feel-good story of the day. Because we don't get many of those. All right. So on to the debates. Do you watch any of it, Brian? The what? The debates. Oh, heck no. Why would I watch? I don't like trash TV. It's bad as porn. Joe Biden took some punches. Absolutely took some punches last night. And uh, he took them from Kamala Harris. She came out. I'll give her credit. She came out looking strong. Now, she's, I believe, trailing in the polls. You know, I don't really put a lot of stock in the polls. But she's trailing in the polls, uh, I believe, by double digits uh, behind Biden. Nobody's talking about Bernie today. But what I find amazing is how far to the left everybody has willingly gone. And I so I just don't think... Uh, you know, I, I, I agree with a lot of these pundits that said the big winner last night, Donald Trump, or the last two nights, Donald Trump. Because when you're talking about giving free medical to everybody, free college tuition, I mean, it, it was a, a true Oprah moment. You get a car, you get a car, you get a car. Everybody gets free stuff. And then you say, yes, you'll include those who are here illegally with the free health care. Look, we're already treating a, a number of people who are here illegally uh, because when you go to the emergency room of a, uh, of a hospital, guess what? They're going to treat you. They have to. That's why we have so many individuals using our uh, our hospitals as a you know, urgent care center. Got the sniffles? Eh, I have no insurance. Go to the hospital. But hey, Medicare for all. What a great idea. What a novel concept. And in theory, sure, it sounds nice. Everybody gets free health care. But those of us who live in reality understand it's not free. And they're all raising their hand. Yes, we would give it to everybody. Everybody who's in this country gets free health care. Whether they're here legally or not, give them free health care. I don't think that resonates well with middle America. The only places that's going to resonate well with is uh, California and New York. I mean, how many horror stories have we heard about the VA? Who runs the VA? Government. I do not want government running my health care. I do not want them making my health care decisions. And I'm sorry, it's collapsing in Europe. Those who want to tout the the NHS and Britain, oh, isn't it wonderful everybody has free health care? Yeah, how long do you have to wait to see a doctor? How long do you have to wait to see a specialist? You need knee surgery? Well, we might get to you next year. Good luck with that. Is that really what we want in this country? Unfortunately, uh, the, the young in this country can't see past, but it's free. These are the same people that are still living in mom and dad's basement. Still on mom and dad's cell phone plan. Mom and dad are probably paying their tuition. And that's the other thing. Free college tuition. Pay off everybody's student debts. Again, it's not free. Take a quick break. This is the Rachel Hammer Show. Stay right here. She's smart, cute, and very hairy. Tiki. 
the official mascot of WTKI Talk. You realize you could work 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year, and still not get it all done. This is Ted Goulas with the Goulas Group. Since 1989, the Goulas Group has guided individuals, teams, and organizations to their goals. Join us at 6.45 a.m. Monday to get information on how to become more proactive with workload skills and tactics that can control today's gotta-have-it-yesterday workplace. Ted and Fred talk about improving your business Monday mornings at 6.45 on WTKI Talk. Hi, I'm Joan London. If you're looking for senior care for your mom or dad like I was, call A Place for Mom, the nation's largest senior living referral service. Their local advisors will explain your options and help you select senior living communities at no cost to you. To speak with a local senior living advisor, call A Place for Mom at 800-279-7605. That's 800-279-7605. There's a place for answers, a place for mom. When I began having trouble reading my book and threading a sewing needle, I got very scared. I didn't understand why my vision was getting so bad. But I went to the doctor right away, and he diagnosed me with AMD, or age-related macular degeneration. He said AMD is the leading cause of blindness in people over 60. More than 10 million people have the condition. Luckily, the doctor was able to treat the AMD, and my vision is improving. The Foundation Fighting Blindness has made great strides in treating and preventing AMD and other sight-robbing diseases affecting Americans of all ages. If you have changes in your vision, see your ophthalmologist right away and call the Foundation Fighting Blindness today at 1-800-BLINDNESS for a free packet on preventing and managing AMD. Grandma, look what I drew. That is so beautiful, honey. I can see you spend a lot of time on this picture. Now I can enjoy cooking meals and seeing the faces of my grandchildren. Call the Foundation Fighting Blindness today at 1-800-BLINDNESS for helpful information on AMD. That's 1-800-BLINDNESS. This is an Alabama legacy moment. Born Henry Louis Aaron on February 5, 1934 in Mobile, baseball icon Hank Aaron first honed his baseball skills while growing up in Alabama. He is best known for breaking Babe Ruth's record of 714 home runs, ultimately hitting 755, a record that stood from 1974 to 2007. During his career, Aaron was a member of the Milwaukee and then Atlanta Braves for 21 seasons and made the National League All-Star team every year from 1955 to 1974. He won three Gold Glove Awards for outfield, and his lifetime records for most runs batted in and most extra base hits still stand. Aaron was elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame in 1982 with 97.8% of the votes cast. In 2002, he received the Presidential Medal of Freedom, the nation's highest civilian honor. Sponsored by the Alabama Bicentennial Commission, the ABA, and this station. Give some stations an hour and they'll give you heartburn. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. WTKI Talk. This is the Rachel Hammer Show, 256-684-8000. Find me on Twitter, Parley, Facebook, uh, The Rachel Hammer Show. Or email me, rachel at wtkiradio.com, talking about the, the last two nights of debates. Uh, the New York Post, their front page, all major Democratic candidates raise hand in favor of free health care for illegal immigrants. And, of, of course, everybody on the stage last night has their, their hand raised. And the big headline on the front page is, Who Wants to Lose the Election? That's exactly it. Who wants to lose the election? Even if you support the idea of DACA, you support, uh, let's, you know, the idea, well, these kids didn't do anything, let's let them stay here, let's just keep the ones that are already here, let's have open borders. Uh, e- even those far to the left, I think are still going to have an issue with the idea of paying for everybody else's health care uh, if they come to this country illegally. And that tells you right there all you need to know about the immigration crisis, that the Democrats have absolutely no desire to stop it. Because if you say free health care for anybody who makes it across our border, you have just incentivized hundreds of thousands of people to come to the United States. 
that tragic picture we talked about on Wednesday of the father and his little girl, uh, his 23-month-old, is strapped inside his shirt that were both lying face down, drowned in the river. You're going to have a whole lot more of that when people find out that they get free stuff, whether they're here legally or not. There is a uh, pretty funny... What show is that, Brian? It's one I of those. No, it said cartoons. AKA the clown show, but I don't. It might be maybe Family Guys. I'm not sure. Yeah, I can't remember which one it, it is. It looks like uh, the same cartoonist. But uh, they they had a spoof on this. Uh, and I had to see Joe night. Biden kiss a man. That was a. Go ahead, play it. It's funny. Biden, what are you going to do with the human species all over San Francisco? Well, citizen, that's an excellent question, and I thank you for it. I think it's great we live in a town where you can ask questions. Because without questions, we just have answers. And an answer without a question is a statement. Well, I like him. He gross me. (laughs) I'd like to have a beer with him. I'm voting for him. Sir, your question, please. Mrs. Warren, what do you plan to do with gun control? A lot. Climate change is an existential threat. (laughs) Orange man, bad. I agree with that. And I can't believe how easy this is. What are your plans for cleaning up our environment? Orange man, bad. (laughs) What about our traffic problem? Orange man, bad. That pretty well sums up the debates. Save the planet. Pretty well sums up the debates. Oh, Politico. Here's their headline. Did the Democrats step on a second big landmine? Now, on immigration, uh, they've steered the party, it says, close to an open border policy without any serious revoking of how to handle the influx of arrivals. If the political universe was looking for the moment in Thursday's debate, the debate clearly delivered. You'll see Kamala Harris take down of Joe Biden on every network, every website, every post, on every political uh, gadfly's Twitter account. That is true. Because when she made her comment to Joe Biden about uh, his past, uh, and she, she reiterated numerous times that she, that she didn't think he was a racist, but... And so she talks about busing students into schools and that she was one of the the students uh, bused into schools and that the federal government should have stepped in earlier. Now, this does a couple of things. One, this points out that the Jim Crow era laws were done by Democrats. That's a reminder to people. If people actually take the time to go back and look, Joe Biden says, look, it was a state's rights issue. Well, the Democrats, the the progressive-leaning Democrats, they don't want states' rights issues. They want the federal government to have all the power. They would love to strip away states' rights, unless it's convenient for them, right, just the the ones that they don't want to enforce. Uh, But they love the idea because it's more power, it's bigger government. And Joe Biden essentially said, look, the desegregation, uh, you know, the integration of schools, uh, that was up to your city council members, your local municipality, uh, to handle that. Because she talks about how she was one of the second uh, generation or second group of uh, kids to be uh, bused in and integrated into other schools. And she made it very personal for her. She even tweeted out a picture of herself last night uh, with her with her good one-liner in it, uh, a picture of her when she was at the age that she was probably going to uh, probably being bussed into school. Again, Joe Joe just didn't have, he just didn't seem on top of it. That's just my opinion. I mean, I I think Trump's branding is actually uh, maybe going to stick a little bit better now with Sleepy Joe. And I'm sorry, in any of these debates... I have never heard somebody just stop and relinquish when they're trying to make a point uh, that their their time is up. And, and basically, mid-sentence, Joe just drops the ball, and he's like, eh, my time's up. If you're in the middle of a, a heated 
discussion or a heated question and you're trying to explain yourself, do you just stop? But my time's up. I just don't think Joe showed well last night. Now, look, there's a long way to go. But I, I, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. I, she, I think she's definitely positioned herself as the front runner. And, and, and of a party that likes identity politics. She's a black woman. I mean, if she was a lesbian, none of these things should matter. The fact that she's black, the fact that she's a woman, whether she's gay or straight, should be irrelevant. But to the party who loves identity politics, she's a black woman. If she could check the lesbian box, by God, she would be the trifecta. Because at the end of the day, what they really care about is slapping themselves on the back going, look, we got a a black woman elected president. I think Kamala's smart. Now, Joe did hit back with the idea that uh, he was a public defender and she was a prosecutor. And that's something she's going to probably have to, uh, if she takes on a uh, more of a front runner uh, position, she's going to have to defend uh, low level drugs and, and other criminals that she put in uh, jail. But that's that remains to be seen. That's going to be down the road. But Joe set up the uh, the talking points for that. Now they go on and they talk about the uh, less obvious, less dramatic moments about immigration. Every candidate on stage pledged one way or another to radically alter the Trump uh, administration's approach to undocumented individuals and asylum seekers. Telemundo's Jose Diaz Bollert, maybe. Uh, he's an advocate, journalist. He's an agenda journalist. How's that? Um, they pledged to restore protection under DACA, to refuse to deport those here illegally who had committed no other offense, to provide health care coverage for all of them. Mayor Pete... I expressed the sentiment of his fellow debaters when he said, this is not about a handout. This is an insurance program. We do ourselves no favors by having 11 million undocumented people in the country be unable to access health care. Probably a lot more than 11 million, let's be honest. So the real problem is we shouldn't have 11 million undocumented people with no pathway to citizenship. It makes no sense. The American people agree on what to do. This is a crazy thing. If leadership consists of forming a consensus around a divisive issue, this White House divided us around a um, consensus issue. The American people want a pathway to citizenship and protections for dreamers. Then they go on to talk about the, uh, the treatment of children at the borders. It's going to take one serious tragedy. And I, I hope to God it doesn't happen before a lot of these individuals that are all about open borders change their tune. I'll tell you why after the break. This is the Rachel Hammer Show. He's every man just like you, except he's got a really big soapbox. Fred Holland, weekday morning 6 to 8 on WTKI Talk. If you missed the Fred Holland Morning Show, you missed a lot. They're calling what's going on at the border immigration. And the Supremes made it worse when they basically okayed the counting of illegals. Mo, are you listening? You may lose your congressional seat if we don't import some illegals. Is that what it's going to come down to? States are going to be competing with each other to bring in illegals so they can get their count up? Have you thought about that part? Fred Holland, weekday mornings at 6 on Talk Radio for the rest of us. WTKI Talk. For America's wounded warriors, sometimes coming home can be a battle in itself. Every one of them needs our support to meet the challenges they face every day. The USO provides Americans a way to offer that support to our wounded warriors and their families. Join us. Visit USO.org to learn how you can make a difference in their lives. 
the USO. CBS News update. The search for a missing Utah woman has come to a tragic end. Police say the charred remains of 23-year-old Mackenzie Lewick have been found. Salt Lake City Police Chief Mike Brown says the investigation led them to their suspects. Investigation of Mackenzie's phone records show that her last communication were with the arrested person. Who has been identified as Ayula Achaye. Uh, CBS's Jonathan Vigliani says police believe that Lewick was led to the suspect's home where her body and personal belongings were burned. Neighbors t- telling police and telling the, the FBI officials there on the scene that they had witnessed really later the, in the day after Mackenzie went missing that burn site going up. They noticed the smoke, they noticed the smell, they noticed the fire which struck them and among those neighbors a tip was sent in which led police to that site. Lewick disappeared June 17th when she returned from California. Authorities say she took a lift from the airport to a park where she was last seen. CBS News Update. I'm Bill Rakoff. Tradition at Stanley's is a little something different for everybody. The meatball, ham and Swiss, the pizza sub, steak combo, turkey, tuna subs, Italian cold cut, vegetarian, the kitchen sink, hot or cold, they all have one thing in common, fresh baked bread. And don't forget those great sides, fried pickles, fried green tomatoes, hot stuffed peppers, mushrooms, onion rings and fries. Huntsville's original sub, Stanley's, Jordan Lane and Holmes Avenue, and Governor's Drive just west of First Baptist Church. Follow Stanley's on Twitter for weekly specials. How can we make Alabama a more beautiful state? By keeping our roads, highways, schools, and communities litter-free. It doesn't take much but to think before you act. So what does the next generation say? Pick it up, man. Take pride in your school. Did you just litter? Clean it up, dude. How can you make a difference? Adopt a mile. Join the Alabama Clean Campus Program. Or join in the Spring Cleanup or Alabama Coastal Cleanup. And remember... Don't drop it on Alabama! This message by People Against a Littered State, the ABA, ALDOT, and this station... Hi, I'm Joan London. When I needed to find senior care for my mom, I really struggled to find the right fit until I found an advisor, someone who had been through this before. That's why I recommend A Place for Mom, the nation's largest senior living referral service. They have experts who will help you ask the right questions and find the right place. Call A Place for Mom today. To speak with a local senior living advisor, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-879-0832. That's 1-800-879-0832. A Place for Mom has helped over 200,000 families find the right senior care for their parents, from assisted living to independent living, even Alzheimer's care, and have local advisors that can help explain your options at no cost to you. To speak with a local senior living advisor, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-879-0832. That's 1-800-879-0832. Call today. Our customers trust us to take them to the next level in business process automation. Lyosi Group President Nick Lyosi. Our next level team researches real solutions, human resource, digital signage, and workflow software. For our customers, the return on investment is immediate. Our team holds your hand through the transition and stays with you. Doing the right thing. Drake Avenue and at lyosigroup.com. Quality Co-op stores have been serving the needs of farmers and cattlemen since 1936. They supply the finest seed, crop protectants, and crop nutrients. They also supply the highest quality feed, feed ingredients, and animal health products available. But that's not all you get at the Co-op. You can also get the advice and knowledge 75 years in the business has given them. Stop by your local Quality Co-op store and experience their down-to-earth values. You'll be glad you did. WTKI Talk. Like us on Facebook at WTKI and be in touch anytime. You're listening to The Rachel Hammer Show on a Friday evening. 256-684-8000 is the number. Twitter, Parlay, Facebook. Uh, it's The Rachel Hammer Show or email me, Rachel at WTKIRadio.com. All right, so I, I said, you know, they're, they're up there on stage last night promoting open borders, incentivizing more people to take this life-risking journey uh, from their countries to the United States, promising free health care, amnesty, uh, pretty much everything under the sun. And it's going to take one major tragedy before some of these open... I mean, look, they finally had to come around and admit, yes, there's a crisis at the border. 
Now they're desperately trample, scrambling, trying to uh, blame Trump for the crisis at the border. But uh, we know that do nothing Congress, uh, it, it, this sits squarely on their shoulders. Four suspected ISIS jihadists are arrested in Nicaragua after illegally entering the country amid fears they were headed to the U.S. border. Hmm. What could possibly go wrong? I'm sure they're just coming looking for work, right? I'm sure that's all it is. They're just looking for a better life for themselves. They didn't mean to be affiliated with ISIS. They didn't have any nefarious plans for the United States. The U.S. government issued a warning uh, on Monday after three men with ties to ISIS were believed to be in Central America. U.S. authorities believe the group intended to sneak into Mexico. They were arrested Tuesday morning along with a fourth man. Let's see. We've got Egyptian nationals Mohammed Ibrahim, Ibram, 33. Mohammed Sami Isa, 26. Iraqi Ahmed Gaman Mohammed Al Jubari, 41 year old. And Mustafa Ali Mohammed Yaoub, 29. Fighting age men. They crossed through an uninhibited passage located between Costa Rica and Nicaragua. They were turned over to Costa Rican authorities on Tuesday night, were transferred to a detention center, and uh, officials in Costa Rica are currently investigating the men and will likely deport them to their respective countries. Hmm. Three of them were first detected by Panama's immigration system on May 12th and spent nearly a month there before arriving in Costa Rica. It's unknown how they entered Panama. The police consulted its database, found that the men did not pose any danger. We were alerted in the middle of June with details that profiled them as dangerous. The migration police followed security protocol, and we passed the information along to the American embassy, and the information was ruled out. That's uh, Stephen Madden, director of migration police, according to Costa Rica. Uh, The Costa Rican president... Uh, backed the assessment of his immigration officials and said the intelligence provided by the U.S. was thoroughly checked. Let's just say these are four nice gentlemen that may or may not have ties to ISIS. Do we not, as a sovereign nation, have a right to know who they are, where they came from, and why they are trying to illegally enter the United States. Allegedly. Uh, Somehow I don't think they were stopping in Mexico. Of course we do. Now what's going to happen when we have people who have illegally entered this country and are able to pull off a horrific terrorist attack? Do you think the American people are still going to stand behind Joe and Kamala and Bernie and all of these other fruit bats that are just all about open borders? No, the American people are going to be angry because there's going to be an unnecessary loss of life. What percentage of, of people coming across our border are not from Central America? We don't know. We know the ones we catch, but we don't know. You know what? And I found this. There was an AL.com, and it's kind of relevant to this. And I found it rather interesting the other night that uh, outside of English and Spanish, the most spoken language in Tennessee is Arabic. Just a random, random fact there. All right, uh, I've called in recruits. Uh, my good friend Jonathan Torres joining us from Florida. Sorry for the short notice, but uh, thanks for calling in. For you, anytime. I appreciate it. All right, so I've been talking about the debates. I've been talking about their uh, their open borders policies uh, and the yep. fact that uh, just the other day, 
four men with ISIS uh, believed uh, connections were arrested in Costa Rica, uh, mm-hmm. presumably headed to the United States, and how the American sentiment is going to turn when one of these uh, individuals that comes across illegally uh, commits a, a tragic act. Well, that's exactly right, you know, and, and and unfortunately, you know, what we don't talk about too is is that uh, you know the um, some of the nine eleven uh, uh, hijackers actually came through our northern border, you know, and so we often talk about obviously what's happening down in Mexico because it's more of an urgent situation, but you know the Canadian border border is far more porous and 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 uh, and I believe still a vulnerability, you know, when it comes to our homeland security, and you know, and and so for these, you know, these folks to not only want to basically just lay lay down for these uh, illegal immigrants, but also now they want to roll out the red carpet and give them school, you know, give them free college tuition and free health care and all this stuff. I mean, they, it shows how out of touch they are with the average American. Well, you know, and there was something, uh, you're, you're in the Tampa area, but uh, there's, a, there's a large mm-hmm. Cuban population in Florida. And Yeah, well... And, and I'm, you know, I was born in Miami, born and raised in Miami, and so the first 21 years of my life I lived down there. And uh, and I'll tell you, uh, right now, uh, I think uh, I think Bill De Blasio may have set a new record for for campaign implosion uh, after his little stunt yesterday. Well, what what exactly happened? So he did a little rally with SCIU, you know, you know trying to get the support of, of uh, you know, of course, the unions. And so he was having this rally with SEIU, and in Spanish he blurted out this uh, this phrase that was actually coined by and, and has been memorialized by Che Guevara. You know, as we know, is, uh, you know, the, the notorious, murderous, uh, homophobe, racist, uh, revolutionary, you know, that basically uh, turned Cuba into what it is today and handed it over to uh, Fidel Castro. But are you not amazed when you see these these young millennials and they're they're walking around in their Che Guevara shirts like they're they think he's wonderful? Oh yeah, well I'll tell you one place where that doesn't happen, and it's in Miami, Florida, and that's why Bill De Blasio really stepped in it. And even though uh, you know I think he he was able to get his name on the map, you know, after the debate on Wednesday, I think he undid all the all the good uh, you know that would have come out of that for his own campaign simply by that little stunt he pulled. And, well, uh, and the people of New York are coming out in droves saying, uh, no, not de Blasio, anybody but de Blasio, even your far-left oh, yeah. uh, progressives. But no, uh, the, the the thing in Florida, it was interesting because it was talking about how many young people are getting behind the idea of socialism and this progressive left, leftist movement, but it was talking about the, the Cuban population in particular because they know firsthand what it does. That's are absolutely right. Very, you know, very against the idea of socialism. Can you hang out with me one more segment? Sure. All right, you're the best. Jonathan Torres calling in from Florida. I'm super excited to have him on and get his take on this. I know you've been doing the, the news circuit down there, so I thought I'd try to get on board with the cool kids. All right, this is the Rachel Hammer Show. Stay right here. Clinging to your gun and listening to the radio Sundays at 1. Gun Talk on WTKI Talk. Hey, this is Renya from the Schnitzer Ranch. As you guys know, we're getting challenged by the construction on Church Street, but that doesn't mean we are closed. We are open Thursday, Friday, Saturday, lunch and dinner, and Sunday lunch only. Come in, join us for good food, good beer and good wine, and a great time. On Thursday, don't miss our Schnitzel special. Every Schnitzel with two sides, only $9.95. And Saturdays, a filled growler, beer of your choice, only 16 bucks. That's the Schnitzel Ranch, authentic German food, 501 Church Street. Right across from the visitor center. Why drive there when it's easier here? Here at Honda of Decatur. Too many new Hondas means better selection. Lower overhead means lower pricing. And 
and low financing on a 19 Honda Civic LX starting at $19,799. A 19 Honda Accord LX starting at $22,699. Why drive there when it's easier here? As the savings are always greater at HondaOfDecatur.com and on Beltline Road. With a free credit through HFS dealer for details. The Chef and You. I am Michael Olson with your food chain question of the day. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. By wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers right away. If you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call the Diabetic Health Hotline today and learn about the latest CGM technology. A CGM can immediately reduce pain. It's accurate, easy to use, and helps you make better diabetes treatment decisions. And if you have Medicare, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Plus, get free shipping and we'll bill your insurance company for you. Call now to receive your new continuous glucose monitor at little or no out-of-pocket cost. 800-471-7065 800-471-7065 800 That's 800-471-7065. When you ask for juicy and rare, but it comes to the table burned and black, what to do? Open tables, Carolyn Potter suggests, speaking up before eating up. Potter said, it's a bit impolite to consume the majority of a dish and then relay the negative feedback. And if you wait until the end of a meal the staff will have no opportunity to make it right for you. But Potter also suggests that one should not use overly critical language that might offend the chef. Question. Do you send poorly prepared meals back for a redo? Or take the resentment home? Answer today's question and learn how yesterday's question was answered at WTKIRadio.com. That's WTKIRadio.com. It's not all rocket science. 1450 AM and 105.3 FM. WTKI Talk. Final segment of the week here on the Rachel Hammer Show, 256-684-8000. Joining me, my dear friend, Jonathan Torres, who's down in Florida. Uh, Jonathan, I want your takeaway. Who won the debate? Oh, I'd say far and above it was Kamala Harris. I mean, uh, your front runners, uh, Warren and Biden, I think they were flat. Uh, I think uh, Biden's coming out of out of this a little vulnerable uh, after you know kind of the beatdown uh, Harris put on him. Um, it, it's uh, you know she is going to be the one that's going to come out. Uh, I think the strongest out of these two debates. And um, honestly, I, I think th- I wouldn't be surprised if. About six of those guys uh, aren't even there for the next one. I mean, uh, you know, that uh, I couldn't even tell some of those guys apart. Uh, but, yeah, definitely a strong performance by Harris. I think she really was able to not only have a moment, you know, that everybody's talking about, uh, but was also able to build her narrative and tell her story. Well, it, uh, you know, but Joe Biden did pick up a, a big endorsement. He got the endorsement of uh, the mayor of Atlanta, who happens to be a, a black woman. And her whole rationale mm-hmm. for her endorsement is that uh, she believes that Biden is the only one who can beat Donald Trump. And I, Kamala's got some problems today, though, because uh, she was on Morning Joe and a number of other shows. She's trying to walk back uh, the idea of taking away people's health insurance and, and saying now, oh, well, I thought they meant I, would I give up mine. Nobody thinks she thought oh, that. Oh, yeah. No, and honestly, I think the best thing that could have happened for Republicans is to have Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren on that stage because, again, they are not only out of touch with the average American, they're out of touch even within the Democratic Party. You know, they're so far to the left, and so what they managed to accomplish was to pull everybody else with them all the way to the left, you know, and talking about confiscating guns, talking about giving free health care to illegal immigrants, Talking about uh, you know you know taking away people's private insurance when you know the people who have a private health insurance plan I think that their approval rating of their own health insurance is somewhere in the 80th percentile you know and now you're going to tell me you're going to take it away and put me on a Medicaid system that's broke and broken um, you know it goes to show how out of touch they are. 
and, and you're going to put me on it with everybody else who's in this country, whether they're here legally or not. Uh, you know, you right. look at the NHS system in Britain, and it's failing. Uh, the wait times are horrific. As much as they want to tout this as a success, uh, it is not. And uh, the no, horror that's stories. Right. Do what? I'm sorry. No, you're absolutely right. I was just going to say. I mean, heaven forbid you need a specialist. Uh, or you have some sort of emergency procedure that you need because uh, you're not going to see you're not going to see that surgeon you're not going to see that doctor in time. No, absolutely not. And you know, and I look right here in, in Decatur, what's happened with our school system? You know, the, the city of Decatur is now at the point where we're spending over a million dollars a year on uh, students who do not speak English. And I realize that we educate everybody in this country, uh, but of course, it's bringing down test scores. It's affecting. Uh, what programs are available to other students um, because financially there's only so much money. Right, exactly. And while, uh, you know, uh, Mayor Buttigieg uh, tried to make the case that, well, illegal immigrants are paying sales taxes and they're paying, you know, property taxes indirectly through rent and that sort of thing, the truth of the matter is, is that they're still not covering for all the expenses uh, and, and uh pressure that they're putting on all these social programs, you know, when you talk about WIC, when you talk about child health care programs, when you talk about our education system, you know, the, the, they're still coming up negative in terms of their contribution uh, to what we're paying into the system uh, to give them the lifestyle that they're here uh, taking advantage of illegally. Well, and, and how much money is being uh, sent back to their home countries? Uh, that's certainly, you know, a big part of it. Maybe people would be a little more, I don't know, warm up to the idea a little bit, I guess, if, you know, like, all right, well, let's say that that money has to stay in the United States. Well, we're going to tax yeah, the I crap out of it uh, to right, make exactly. up for, no, I think for the difference. Program. Yeah, I think that's a great idea because they are sending billions of dollars overseas, you know, and that's not, again, it's not just Mexico. Uh, it is pretty much all of Central America and probably most of South America. Uh, and, and you're right, you know, dollars that should be being spent here are being sent overseas. And, and, you know, you can't blame them, right? They're trying to provide for their family, but at the same time, they're putting a strain uh, on our uh, on our system, on our government, uh, and the programs that Americans, uh, you know, should be benefiting from. Well, and I, I noticed there was a lack of discussion about, you look at places like L.A., what's going on. You've got typhus. You've got uh, the fear of the plague coming back. You've got human feces in the streets, needles, San Francisco. Uh, Democrat-run states and areas where the poverty level is so high, uh, the homeless yep. population is so high, and I did not hear a lot of about, uh, you know, questioning them about addressing these issues for Americans. Well, and this is why Donald Trump won in the first place, you know, because Democrats are more concerned about illegal immigrants. They're more concerned uh, about, you know, pe you know, people who don't want to pay their own way through college and don't want to pay for their own health care. Meanwhile, you've got Americans who are struggling. You've got Americans who are homeless, who don't have health care. Um, and, uh, and, and they're just completely brushing them aside, you know. And so, again, Democrats are looking out for everyone else except Americans. Uh, and well, we how, how much did the Supreme again. Court uh, help the Democrats yesterday by, by saying that uh, they're really not going to wade in right now onto the census question? Uh, I think it's, a, it, you know, again, it's to their benefit because, again, uh, every every person that's counted as being in this country uh, gives them federal dollars, and so you know that's a huge win for them. And obviously, you know they're going to count anything that uh, Donald Trump doesn't like as a win, and so it was a big win for them. And unfortunately, you know Justice Roberts continues to be somewhat of a disappointment for those of us that thought he was going to be a conservative voice on the bench. And you know it's it's all the more reason why. We need to continue appointing judges across the country while we have this president in the Oval Office, and you know, uh, hopefully, he'll he'll appoint another Supreme Court judge before he's done uh, with uh, with his term. Uh, and, and at that point, I mean, I'm looking. You know, Alabama is poised that we could possibly lose uh, a member of the House of Representatives if if the census question is not on there, uh, just based on uh, the population of California. That's uh, People are losing their representation uh, through this, and that's exactly what I think the intended goal is, is to make sure that uh, essentially New York and California and possibly Florida uh, get to make those decisions for everybody else in the country. 
Well, again, because these states realize that if they don't count the illegal immigrants, or if they do get a count of illegal immigrants, then the government can turn around and say, well, we're only going to give you the amount of money that's allocated for, you know, legal Americans, you know, be they residents or be they citizens. Um, and, and that would obviously put a strain on their state finances. And so, of course, they're going to want to count every head, you know, within their state boundaries. Uh, but, and, but this is where, they're exploiting the illegal immigrants, you know, and creating these havens for them to stay because they realize, much like the school system, every head that gets counted is an extra dollar in their budget, and I don't think that's right. Well, I, I certainly agree with that. Real quick before I'm out of time, uh, Kamala, and Harris, uh, Kamala Harris and, and Joe Biden's exchange, uh, when he talks about uh, that he went into this profession uh, as a public defender, and she was a prosecutor. If she gets some uh, momentum behind her after this, and I think she will, uh, she going to have to account for, with Trump making sweeping changes to the criminal justice system, is she going to have to account for the number of people that she put behind bars for low-level offenses? <laughs> well, that's exactly right, and you make a great point. You know, the, the, the problem with doing well in this scenario, like these debates, is that all of a sudden, all these campaigns are going to turn their their guns on the next front runner, and if they see her gaining traction, they're going to start to dig into her record, which is already well documented out in California, uh, with the amount of people, you know, again of uh, of of color, as they say, uh, that she's put behind bars, and she has an atrocious record, uh, you know, at a time where they're trying to villainize. Uh, you know, pr- um, uh, private uh, prisons, uh, you know, they're trying to decriminalize drugs, uh, you know, and Kamala Harris was right there with the best of them, throwing people in jail left and right, just like, you know, they, they you Democrats continue to overlook the fact that Obama was, uh, was the deporter-in-chief, you know, and he deported more people than any president before him, and I think even combined. Uh, and, and, and three years after the Donald Trump administration, Donald Trump hasn't even been able to hit the numbers of deportations that Barack Obama did. Well, that's because we got federal judges legislating from the bench. Jonathan, can we do this again soon? Of course. Oh, I appreciate you calling in so much. Thanks for taking time out of your Friday evening. Uh, Always great to talk to you. You too. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. I hope everybody has a wonderful weekend. This is The Rachel Hammer Show. Good night. He's America's defender against the enemies of pleasure. Cigar Dave, Saturday mornings at 11 on WTKI Talk. Hey, I'm Aaron Williams. And I'm Tim Dennis. Together, we're we're the the beer beer guys. guys. We're talking craft beer right here every Saturday afternoon at 1 p.m. Right after Cigar Dave. If you don't know your Pilsners from your Porters, we can help. And if you're looking to up your beer game by drinking some great brews from our area, we've got you covered too. We talk to the people from here that make the beer that you want to drink. Join us for Beer Guys Radio Saturdays at 1 p.m. on WTKI. Thousands of people contact InventHelp monthly about their invention or new product. Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Call InventHelp now. Best of all, the call and information are free. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential, explaining every step of the invention process. Join people just like you who made the call to InventHelp. You have nothing to lose. The call and the information are free. Call 1-800-211-6137. That's 1-800-211-6137. Celebrating capitalism and freedom 24 hours a day. WTKI Talk.